podcast. I am Mariana Acosta and I am so excited you are listening. Thanks for hanging out with me today and giving this podcast an opportunity to speak into your life. This has been a dream of mine since 2018, so it's pretty surreal for me to be standing here right now and I am just so, so, so thankful. I 100% believe that my sole purpose on this earth is to show and tell people how immensely loved they are by God. This is by no means a Christian platform. This podcast is not a place where you will find religion. It's a place where you will find a person named Jesus. Religion condemns and binds. Jesus sets free and gives life and purpose. In our world, God is mostly seen as hateful, condemning, evil, controlling, and for some, he's just a fairy tale weak people believe in. It hurts me to hear these things, but I honestly don't blame people for thinking that. For so long, the church, people who believe in God and say they love him, have given him this image. We have done this by pointing fingers, condemning, shaming, and instilling fear into people that have different lifestyles or believe differently than we do. As harsh as it sounds, it is our fault God is seen this way. So if you're listening to this and you are someone that has been hurt and condemned, I want you to know you were not hurt by God. You were only hurt by a person that didn't know how to portray God's love correctly. And I am so sorry. God's love is so much better than that. His love is so much stronger and beautiful. His love really is too good to be true. His love is a free gift for everyone that wants it. It holds no requirements or expectations. Everyone is worthy of it. Not because we earned it, but because Jesus paid that price on the cross. Now, a love so good is hard to accept. It's hard to believe in. Our human nature does not comprehend it. Things are not just handed to us. We are taught to work for what we want. We need to earn to deserve. His love is the complete opposite. We will never deserve it because it's a gift. Gifts don't require work or earning. So it's time to get back to the love Jesus modeled. It's time to love the world unconditionally again and show them the truth and beauty of God's love. The love that reached me when I was lost. The love that took away my pain, my confusion, my depression, my chains is the love that can do the same for you. So whoever you are, whatever your beliefs, convictions, or thoughts are, I hope this is a place where you feel safe and leave encouraged and empowered every single time you listen. I invite you to open up your heart to question why you believe the things you do, to question my beliefs, to seek the truth of Jesus, not because I'm talking about it, but for yourself. You're going to find it, and he will surprise you every single time. You will never, ever, ever, ever leave empty. Now, I'm sure you're wondering where the name Offended came from, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. As I studied and went through the life of Jesus, one of the things that stood out the most is that most people felt offended by his ways, thoughts, words, and decisions. The 33 years Jesus lived on this earth, he was hated by more people than loved. He was betrayed, lied about, 
persecuted and mocked his entire life, especially by the religious people. Jesus walked a radical, unapologetic, passionate life. He knew exactly who he was and why he was put on earth. People didn't like that. They didn't agree with someone calling himself the literal son of God. Although he was prophesied about, most people thought Jesus was just coming as a prophet, sent from heaven to bring freedom once and for all for Israel. No one thought he was going to be the actual son of God. This was pretty hard for people to wrap their minds around. They couldn't understand it, so it offended them instead. They were so offended that they persecuted him until they saw him dead on a cross. Jesus revolutionized people's theology and convictions. We have to understand that. In their eyes, Jesus was a rebel that broke the law and was giving false teachings. They did not realize that Jesus wasn't disobeying the law. He was actually fulfilling it. Now, what does that mean? What do I mean by saying this? Look, I know I'm sure you've heard people calling God controlling because in the Old Testament, he was angry and the law was impossible to follow, but this couldn't be farther from the truth. Let me explain to you. When sin entered the world through Adam, we were immediately, immediately separated from God because sin is death. Nothing good comes from sin. We were in complete union with God until sin came in and separated us. Jesus was the only one who could reconcile humanity back to God. He was the only one who could defeat the wage of sin. He was the only one who could pay the price. So in the meantime, God gave Moses the law. In the Old Testament, the law doesn't represent fear or control. It actually represents grace. I know that's crazy, but it does. Why? Because without Jesus, we had no way of paying the price of sin. So God gave us the law so we could still have eternity. The law taught us to bring sacrifices so we could be forgiven. God gave us the grace of the law until Jesus was born. Once Jesus came to earth, the law was fulfilled. He was the ultimate sacrifice. He shed the blood. He was the sacrifice that brought salvation and forgiveness to the entire world so that we no longer had to do it ourselves. Now all we have to do is believe because the debt has been paid in full. Sin no longer has a hold on us. It has no authority anymore because of Jesus. I know this all sounds way too good to be true. So imagine how hard it was for them to understand and grasp the person of Jesus. It didn't fit in their heads. Jesus loved unconditionally without expectations. He had community with the people who were deemed unworthy, dirty, forgotten, and lost. This offended people because they felt entitled. They felt that this was unfair. They felt that they were the only ones who deserved it. And Jesus said, no, I fulfill everything. I qualify. I make you worthy. You can never do it on your own. I am paying this debt so you never have to again. And you can live an abundant life in my love. 
How many times have we been like this? How many times have we been like those people? How many times have we deemed people unworthy of God's love because of the life they're living? How many times have we become entitled? Have we been offended by the way Jesus moves? We get offended when we see Christians love on people who aren't worthy in our eyes, and we tell them that they're wrong. No, we shouldn't preach about grace and love too much because people are just going to take advantage of it. That is none of our business. Your job is to love and give grace the same way it was given to you and the same way it's still given to you despite the mistakes you make every single day. When did we become so offended? When did we choose to live offended? Look, offense is something we can't control. But the moment we choose to accept offense and let our heart become offended, pride makes its way in. And the only thing pride is going to do is deprive you from experiencing the full, complete, unexplainable love of Jesus. Now, if this offends you, I'm glad. The love of Jesus is offensive because it doesn't have limits or expectations or requirements, even if you tell people that it does. It's time to let go of that pride. It's time to show people the real love of Jesus and let his ways offend us. And I mean that in a good way. I would much rather be offended by his ways because my little mind doesn't understand it than offend him for not believing who he really is. Jesus is too good to be true, but he's true. Because he doesn't give grace or compassion or mercy or forgiveness or love. He is grace and compassion and mercy and love. And if he is the definition of those things, he cannot change who he is because that is his identity. Let go of trying to understand. Why would you want to believe in a God that doesn't blow your mind? That's what I love most about him, that I can't understand him fully because that means I can discover him more and more every single day because he is that amazing. Guys, our world is broken. It's crying out for identity. It's desperate to know it's loved. People are depressed. Anxiety is at an all-time high. People feel lonely. Humans don't believe in love anymore. We are broken. We need Jesus. These are the good news. This is what's going to save our, our world. It's Jesus. Romans 5, 6-11 says this. For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more have we been reconciled. We shall be saved by his life. 
Much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. The world needs Jesus. Our world needs Jesus. Our world needs this love. And it's up to me and you to show it. Let's let go of pride. Let's let the love of Jesus transform us so we can freely give it to everyone else. Without love, we are nothing. Love is the only reason. Love is the only solution. Love is the only one that transforms. And if Jesus is love, that is all true about him. So let's get over ourselves. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. Only he can change and transform and fulfill. Our job is just to love. If you believe in God, I hope you leave challenged today. Challenged to love people radically and unapologetically like Jesus did. If you don't believe in any of this, I hope you leave wanting to learn more about this love I'm speaking of. Whatever you seek, you will find. And Jesus will never hide from you. I promise you that. Just give him a chance. Thank you for listening today. I can't wait to learn and grow with you through this podcast. Next episode is going to be so good. You don't want to miss it. Let's love radically this week and see Jesus change the world every single day through us. <laughs>